0: Russia Releases Video of Defense Minister for First Time Since Uprising Valerie Hopkins Gabriela Sapasoa, Anton Troyanovsky, Gabriela Sapasoa. Days after Yevgeny Prigazin's short-lived rebellion, Russia said Defense Minister Sergei Shoigu had visited forces involved in fighting in Ukraine. Here's what we're covering. The Kremlin tries to project normalcy after the uprising. Major questions loom over the war after Wagner's reversal. Did the Prigazin revolt damage Putin's ability to stay in power? As the Dnipro River recedes after flooding, residents are returning home. The Kremlin tries to project normalcy after the uprising. Russia on Monday released video of Defense Minister Sergei K. Shoigu for the first time since the short-lived uprising by the Wagner mercenary group over the weekend, saying he had, met with, forces in occupied Ukraine. The Defense Ministry did not specify when or where the visit occurred. Mr Shoigu visited a command post and was briefed by Yevgeny Nikiforov, the head of Russian forces in Ukraine, about the situation on the front lines, the Defense Ministry said on the Telegram app. The ministry posted a video showing Mr. Shoigu looking out the window of a plane as another person points outside. He is then seen being briefed by other officials and looking at maps and other documents on a table, although there is no sound, and he is not shown with any troops. Though it created as many questions as answers, the video appeared to be an effort by the Kremlin to project a return to normalcy after a weekend of confusion that sowed questions about the stability of President Vladimir V. Putin's government. Moscow's mayor on Monday morning also ended the restrictions in the city and announced that school graduation ceremonies would take place this weekend. No senior Russian official has appeared in public since the end of the rebellion, led by Evgeny V. Prigazin, during which fighters from his Wagner private military company captured a key Russian military installation in the south and moved nearly halfway toward Moscow, the capital, posing the biggest threat to Mr. Putin's rule in more than two decades. Mr. Putin still has not been seen since giving a five-minute address to the nation on Saturday, in which he promised to crush the rebellion. Mr. Prigazin, once a close ally and confidant of Mr. Putin, had for months publicly criticized Mr. Shoigu and other military leaders, accusing them of mismanaging the war in Ukraine and starving his troops of ammunition. Russia's military has relied on Wagner, a force with thousands of highly skilled troops, to engage Ukraine's military in some of the bloodiest battles since Russia invaded in February 2022. The rebellion, which barely lasted 24 hours, ended on Saturday when the leader of Belarus, a close ally of Mr. Putin, offered Mr. Prigazin safe passage. Mr Putin's government dropped the charges against Mr Prigazin and said the Wagner troops could enlist in the military and would not face discipline. Mr Shoigu, who never served in the military before his appointment as defense minister, has also faced criticism from Russian proxy officials in occupied Ukraine who accuse him of bundling the war effort. Long seen as close to Mr. Putin, Mr. Shoigu was a popular minister of emergency situations, often seen travelling to the site of natural disasters, before the Russian leader elevated him to defence minister in 2012. The pair were often photographed together hunting, fishing, and picking mushrooms, including on the eve of the Russian president's 67th birthday in 2019. Before Mr. Shoigu's 65th birthday in 2020, Mr. Putin awarded him one of Russia's highest honor for overseeing Russia's military campaigns in Syria. Andresar, Martinez, and Valerie Hopkins Major questions loom over the war after Wagner's reversal. Though the immediate threat of an armed uprising against the Russian government was defused on Saturday, major questions remain about how the episode will shape the rest of the war in Ukraine and the presidency of Vladimir v. Putin. The disarray raised pointed questions in a country that has counted on unity to support its invasion. The world is watching how Russia responds to the rebellion of Yevgeny v. Prigazin after his Wagner paramilitary group marched toward Moscow and threatened to create a full-blown crisis before backing down on Saturday. American officials saw the episode as proof of Mr. Putin's eroding strength. The chaos presented perhaps the strongest challenge to his iron-fisted authority in his decades of leading the country. Mr. Prigazin publicly assailed Mr. Putin's rationale for the war and was labelled a traitor. Hours later, as his soldiers inched closer to Moscow, Mr. Prigazin agreed to end his brief insurrection. But as of Monday morning, Mr. Prigazin's whereabouts was unknown. The deal brokered to end his march toward Moscow allowed him to move to Belarus without facing charges in Russia and made it unlikely that he could continue to lead troops in Ukraine. If Mr. Prigazin abides by the agreement and moves to Belarus, he could potentially still face consequences. Russian special services have sometimes entered Belarus territory to capture its enemies. The immediate impact on the front lines in Ukraine is even less clear. The mercenary force has played a crucial role in the campaign to control parts of eastern Ukraine, particularly the ruined city of Bakhmut. Part of the group will sign contracts with the Russian Ministry of Defense, but it is unclear if the men fighting in Ukraine will remain the aggressive fighting force it has been since the beginning of the invasion. The uncertainty about the future of Wagner's soldiers, especially those that are well-trained, could bring some relief for the Ukrainian forces. The Ukrainian military could capitalize on the disorder and low morale of the Russian in the fighting zones to make progress in its long-awaited effort to reclaim territory that Russia had seized. Daniel Victor and Gabriela Sapasowa. Advertisement News Analysis Did the Prigazin revolt damage Putin's ability to stay in power? President Vladimir V. Putin long styled himself as Russia's guarantor of stability and the uncompromising protector of its statehood. This weekend, Russian stability was nowhere to be found, and neither was Mr. Putin, who after making a brief statement on Saturday morning vanished from sight during the most dramatic challenge to his authority in his 23-year reign. In his absence, he left stunned Russians wondering how the leader of a paramilitary group, Yevgeny V. Prigazin, could stage an armed mutiny on Saturday that threatened to reach Moscow. And it raised uncomfortable questions about the Russian president's future, what did his failure to prevent the revolt mean for their security and his staying power. Russians with ties to the Kremlin expressed relief on Sunday that Mr. Prigazin's uprising did not spark a civil war. But at the same time, they agreed that Mr Putin had come off looking weak in a way that could be lasting. Konstantin Rumchikov, a Moscow newspaper editor with Kremlin Connections, said in a telephone interview that what once had seemed unthinkable was now possible, that people close to Mr Putin could seek to persuade him not to stand for re-election in Russia's presidential vote next spring. The idea that Putin is in power and provides stability and guarantees security, it suffered a fiasco on the 24th, Mr. Rumchakov said. If I was sure a month ago that Putin would run unconditionally because it was his right, now I see that the elites can no longer feel unconditionally secure. Stability was the Kremlin's refrain amid the 2020 referendum that cleared the way for Mr. Putin to serve two additional terms until 2036. And for the elite, the sting of Western sanctions has been compensated by the new business opportunities of Russia's wartime economy and a domestic market suddenly free of competition from many Western businesses. But Mr. Prigazin's challenge to the Kremlin's authority this weekend upended that calculus. Mr. Putin lost more than his reputation for providing stability, that Mr. Prigazin and his forces were not punished punctured Mr. Putin's reputation as a leader who would not tolerate disloyalty. That impression was compounded by reports that Prigazin forces had shot down Russian combat aircraft. In addition, Mr. Putin called Mr. Prigazin a traitor after he launched his insurrection and questioned the rationale for the war in Ukraine. Yet those transgressions melted away with the deal that ended the crisis, making Mr. Putin look less in control of the Russian state than previously known. And foreign adversaries were quick to seize on that theme. Anton Troyanovsky. As the Dnipro River recedes after flooding, residents are returning home. Residents of the Kherson region of Ukraine have begun to return home after the waters of the Dnipro River receded to its banks nearly three weeks after the destruction of the Kakhovka Dam, Ukrainian officials said on Sunday. The Regional State Administration said that residents in some areas had started to return to their homes with the permission of local authorities and emergency response services. In a separate statement, Ukraine's Ministry of Environment said that the waters of the Dnipro had returned to their normal levels. The flooding unleashed by the dam's destruction killed dozens in both Russia and Ukraine, forced the evacuation of thousands of people and aggravated a humanitarian crisis in a region on the front lines of the war. Kherson, which includes both Ukrainian and Russian-controlled areas, was one of the regions most affected by the disaster.